where visionaries, entrepreneurs, and artists dream, transform, and create. Ray TV. You are listening to Miracle Moment, and I am your host, Ray Ireland. This is where trailblazing, truth-telling, provocative, and successful entrepreneurs and creatives from around the globe share their number one miracle moment that changed everything, pointing them in the direction of igniting epic soul alignment in their life and business. These renegade souls will show you the behind the scenes, real life magic on how to create a world-class lifestyle of true success. I am so glad you're tuning in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Miracle Moment. Today, we have guest Leanne Price, and I'm really excited to have this sister here. Uh, We know each other through a bunch of mutual friends out here in San Diego. Um, She actually lives with one of my best friends, and so very near and dear to my heart, and um, we met you know, having, having a dinner at her new home. And it was just love at first sight. (laughs) As soon as I started hearing more about her story and where she's at in life, what she has created, um, the way she's showing up in her leadership, it was just amazing to hear. And I was like, Ooh, I want to get to know this woman. So she is a 13 year fitness coach and the founder of L3 method and the grow your booty workshop. She has done something really interesting in the last year that we'll talk about in terms of being able to relate to women going through the weight loss journey. And yeah, I think you're, you just represent like a leader in what is, what is it, what is the truth behind being healthy and being fit? So thank you so much for being here today. Mm, Thank you so much for that intro, Ray. I appreciate that. Mm, Yeah. So let's, I, I want to hear about your story, but let's actually kick it off with what you recently um, put, put yourself through, put your body through, because I think it's just so fascinating. And then we'll kind of unwind from there. Awesome. Thank you so much. So this past fall, so we're talking end of September 2021, um, and then concluding mid-November 2021, I went ahead and did an intentional weight gain process. So like Ray said, I've been a fitness coach for 13 years. I've been doing this for a long time. I've been very fit for a very long time. So there is a part of me that started speaking louder and louder. You know, that like that voice within that voice of truth that was like, Hey, it's, it's becoming harder for you to relate to your clients who are going through a weight loss journey, maybe for the first time, maybe for the second or third time you're a little out of touch. And, you know, at first, of course, my ego doesn't want to hear that. I'm so knowledgeable. I, you know, I know all the things, but if you don't have a visceral understanding, sometimes your ability to coach and help and support is compromised. So I set a goal to gain 18 pounds and I did that in, let's see, um, like just under three months. Um, and I kept stalling So I would stall out at like six pounds, I think six or seven and then eight. And then again at 12 and it got to the point where I couldn't put on any more weight. So I had to keep bringing down my other lifestyle factors to the point where I I was like, I have to stop all movement. So I stopped exercising. I stopped even walking and, um, wow. 
really intense. <laughs> yeah, it's really tough. <laughs> that is so wild. So it was almost like I put my physical health, not that I did anything really hard. Like I didn't go eat at McDonald's every night or something like that, but um, I put that on pause so that I could improve so that I could a gain some knowledge for my client's sake and B I wanted to work on. And if you want me to open up about that, I can, I wanted to work on some emotional health stuff for, for me as well. Mm, Can you speak into the emotional health stuff? Absolutely. So I know this is a generalized statement and not every woman I'm sure would, you know, say that they fall under this umbrella, but I feel that the vast majority of Um, women in America would say that there's a lot of pressure on them with how they look physically. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a lot of emphasis placed on the image, on the physical outer exterior, you know, way we look and our value can sometimes get wrapped up in that. Now double Mm -hmm. that for a fitness coach. We are, we're poster boards, right? For what we preach. If we don't Mm -hmm. look fit, then people aren't going to hire us. We're not going to keep a roof over our head. (laughs) So all that stuff was super tangled up for me. It was, what can I bring to like a romantic partnership if I don't look good? Right. Like where's my worth then, you know? um, And then as a fitness coach, you know, my value is in how much I weigh the number on the scale, my, my, my muscle tone, you know, how, how much of a aesthetic physique, do I have that women actually want to like also emulate? Um, and then that's caught up, of course, with a lot of root chakra stuff, a lot of like security and safety and like being able to support myself. So it's all tangled up. And I wanted to untangle some of it, bring myself back to a place of, of, of remembrance that my value extends so far past what I look like. I have a brain. I have a, I have a huge heart. You know, I have so many other things to offer besides just what I look like. Mm. Wow, what a journey. It's it's amazing to me that you were aware early enough that you like decided to do this from such a conscious place to create that relatability. But also it sounds like it wasn't just for the relatability with your clients is also like your own internal relatability as, as a leader and wanting to be in your deepest congruency with yourself and the self-love matching where your body was at. Yeah. A hundred percent. I, um, <laughs> I also at the same time kind of, I just threw myself into the fire and I'm not telling people to do this necessarily, but I looked at what are my two biggest fears? And I know sometimes there are other ways to approach fears, but in this case, I decided to approach them just face on and let all my protectors rise up so that I could see them for what they are and, you know, and, and develop a different relationship with them. So at the same time, I also became nomadic. And this is because that answer to that question, what are my biggest fears? My two biggest fears excuse my bluntness, but being fat and being homeless Mm. are both irrational, but they were there. And I know that they were holding a bigger hand at the wheel than I might have wanted to admit. So, Mm -hmm. so, and listen, it wasn't being nomadic. Wasn't terrible. I was sleeping in my Tesla. So it wasn't that bad (laughs) where I was like (laughs) staying in Airbnbs. It wasn't, I wasn't really, really roughing it. Um, And being overweight, I wasn't, like I said, like 
eating horrible, horrible things, but I was trying to eat a lot more and I was trying to eat maybe more unhealthy things. So yeah. So like, what does that look like to you? Cause I'm imagining like, like how many bananas could you eat? You know, like, <laughs> enough weight. Like, what does that actually look like? <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. You said that. Cause I went to um, a grocery store and I think it was in big bear with a friend. And this was when I had stalled out at like, I don't know, 10, 10 or 12 pounds. And I couldn't gain any more and I couldn't figure out why. And I was like, I guess I might have to stop exercising and I'm grocery shopping. And my friend looks at my cart and is like, no, you can't buy bananas. You can't go get spinach and salad. You're trying to gain weight, only ice cream, only pizza, like get rid of the healthy stuff. So yeah, I was, yes, I was eating a ton <laughs> of healthy stuff because that's what I enjoy, but I was also trying to have um, like I'm fully plant-based. So I would have like Ben and Jerry's almond milk ice cream. Like I try to have that every night. Um, I did have like more fast food from like plant power, like more greasy stuff, a lot more like of, of those fake meats, which I kind of consider like a special treat for myself to maybe have once a week. I was trying to have that a lot. Mm -hmm. So hello, digestive situations. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's also, so I've been, I was on I've been on an intuitive eating journey. Um, part of my background is having dealing with a bunch of eating disorders because I grew up in a ballet school. Yes. And so that that pressure of being a professional dancer and okay, I need to be as skinny as I can be, kind of similar to a fitness coach. Like otherwise, how am I gonna like even pay my bills? So oh. when it comes to like shaking that that root of security, it can be really scary and it can put a lot of pressure on. But in my journey with intuitive eating, what I realized is as I actually let go of rules, because I was so used to having so many rules of everything I couldn't eat, it everything kind of balanced out. And so on your end, it's almost interesting because it's like, it's like as growing up, I like felt like I couldn't eat you know, the fatty foods and all of this. And therefore I always craved it. And I'm like listening to your situation. It's almost like you gave yourself such permission that it didn't even sound good to have Ben and Jerry's every night because you're like, now that almost became the new rules. And you were like, I want to rebel against it. Like I don't want Ben and Jerry's every night. <laughs> totally. Totally. I had such supportive friends too. It was just it was so great how I had people kind of come out of the woodwork and be like, I'll be fat with you for a night. I'll teach you the ropes. Like, this is how you really do it. And like kind of showing <laughs> me the ropes of like how to pace yourself for honestly, like a semi binge. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I think about it. Like, I love these conversations because we can look at kind of the themes in life and, and look at patterns and what different patterns create. And so here we're kind of like playing with this pattern of like opposing opposing the rules or like a almost like a rebellious spirit and i'm curious if you think it would work like have you worked have you used that with your clients where maybe you tell them like like i want you to i want you to gain weight i want you to like go into the extreme and see if they like do the opposite has has that ever been something that you like play with that's such a great question. And this is going in a different direction, but I love it. Like, yes, I have this conversation almost every week because in my 16 week program, L3 VIP, my VIPs go through a four week kind of block. So weeks one through three, they're working out. 
week four is our deload week. And the premise behind this is as women, I don't believe we're supposed to work out super hard 52 weeks a year that can actually age us more quickly. It can definitely contribute to burnout. It's just no bueno. Like mm. we're meant to be goddesses. We're meant to be queens. That means we get to rest and have things like if you want to garden and like do some other cool stuff where you're not huffing and puffing, but you're still outside moving. Yeah. And Perfect. So deload week is meant for let's go for a hike. Let's go for a swim. Let's go whatever we want. Honestly, it's just really free flowing. So here's what happens. Weeks one through three, there is that slight rebellion with certain clients um, where they get like 50 to 80% of the workouts actually accomplished. So then week four, they want to do a catch up. And I'm like, no, you got to, you got to do a deload week. You got to rest. And they're like, no, I didn't get enough in first, first two weeks. And now they're rebelling <laughs> against resting. <laughs> So yes. And then of course, with the nutrition I get, um, with my restrictive eaters, like those who are, um, dealing with, um, eating disorder, you know, realities, um, or those who really love to track because there's safety and that logic mm -hmm. of like seeing it all on paper, um, for those types of clients, the rebellion will, will definitely come through when I want them to have like a, I, I can't, I don't want to call it cheat meal anymore. Like a refeed meal. Like, okay, mm -hmm. Sunday brunch, remember, have a big meal. It's really tough for them. And there's some rebellion there. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's so fascinating. And I love, I love how you in your personal life, you know, going through this process, you really like chose, like you, it sounds like you sat with your fears and you were like, okay, these are my two biggest fears. And you really went straight into them, which is something that I love you know, I'm, I'm called the freedom coach. And a lot of times when I'm working with clients, it's about what are those biggest fears and just fully stepping into them. Um, and I really believe that that's where some of the biggest miracles lay is when we are in that space of tremble, when we're in that space of kind of like falling to your knees. Um, I'm curious, what was your biggest miracle moment that you've experience that has kind of shifted everything in your life one that pops to mind yeah oh my gosh I'm thinking of several but with that intentional weight gain challenge I gave myself I think one really beautiful one who was when I posted my set of photos when I had finally gained all 80 mm. pounds that was I don't remember the exact date but it was early to mid-November it's like second week of November I think and it felt like I was about to jump off a cliff, like with the finger hovering on post mm. because I'm a recovering perfectionist, right? I'm sure, you know, successful women can definitely um, relate to this. The overachieving woman can definitely relate yeah. to always feeling um, that requirement that we put upon ourselves and maybe society's putting on us to just show up perfect. Don't have any issues. <laughs> yeah. So, I, as a fitness coach, I always want to show up perfect on Instagram. I always want to look like I'm in great shape. I always want every angle to look perfect because that's my job. Right. And mm -hmm. I hit post and I put, I put all that cellulite, all those really extra, oof, like all that bubbliness <laughs> for the world to see. And the miracle came that, oh my gosh, I was so honored. I was suddenly being like ushered into so many conversations and so many doors opening up for me 
with so many women that actually trusted me for the first time. Women that followed me that never, ever, ever sent me a message or DMing me, thanking me, saying how much they related, like saying lovely things, but then also just telling me their story, just opening up. And it was like, it was, it was like the floodgates had just opened. And finally I was being, um, it was like, they, they trusted me to hear their story. Whereas before, maybe there was a presumption, like she'll never understand what I'm going through. Like that skinny B word, she doesn't get my struggles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it was just so beautiful that then I could viscerally understand the heartache, the depression, all of that stuff that comes with not non-movement, all that stuff that comes with doing something to your body knowing that you're doing something harmful. Your body is your biggest ally. Your body is like your sacred vessel and you're still hurting it on purpose because you're trying to get an emotional need met, but you're doing it anyway. So the polarity that's caused within the system and the depression and anxiety and all those other feelings that can come from that, suddenly we were having conversations and we were meeting each other. And so I could, I could bring that level of understanding and compassion that I didn't have before with my massive knowledge base and we were able to like create some beautiful solutions. Mm. And so when you posted that, you posted it when you were still holding the weight or after? I posted it the day that the day that that scale said 18 pounds up. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So there it wasn't like okay and I've lost it and like we've moved on from here. You were Nope. There I am. So <laughs> that was wow. the, the client side. I'd say the miracle on the personal side was, um, is that okay if I share that as well? Yes, please. Okay. The miracle on the personal side was like, you know how sometimes if you're what, let's say like your deepest, darkest secret comes out and the world just knows and just sees all of you, then there's almost nothing left to lose. So I just started showing up on camera with no makeup and just, I didn't, it was <laughs> so freeing <laughs> because I be myself. Whereas before I was all you know, a little more buttoned up maybe, you know, mm-hmm. and then deeper, deeper within still, um, I completely transformed my relationship to my own protectors. Whereas before they were like drill sergeants that were were running my brain and pulling my neck in the direction to keep going towards, you know, the action steps that were going to ensure that I would stay the weight and the physicality and the yada, yada, yada. And then to go against those for a while, then they start to lose their power a little bit. So now Mm -hmm. it's like, they have a seat at the table. They can vocalize their opinion. I hope this isn't too woo woo. But those voices in your head, you know, those, (laughs) (laughs) but listening to those parts of you that you created a long time ago to stay safe, or I'll say I did in my case, um, that we're trying to do their job, but we're working with outdated information. And I was just kind of saying, okay, I hear you. That makes sense. And let's look at our other options. Actually, I don't have to go for a 45 minute run today because it doesn't matter if I like, you know, look this way at the end of the day or not type of thing. Mm, totally. Wow. I love this so much. And just the the strength, the courage that you share. And it's such an inspiring story to just really go into authenticity of whatever leadership, you know, you're doing in your life. Like for you, it was the fitness and the weight gain and loss. 
um, you know, others that are maybe listening to this, it might be, you know, business coach or a love and relationship coach or creative and artist, but to really go into the spaces where you feel like you are the most vulnerable with the foresight of the strength that can come out of it and the understanding and the compassion and the the deepening of your craft. I mean, it's it's really truly an inspiring thing to hear and, and witness. And I know that you're going to be, you know, serving so many lives um, in this career that you're creating. And, and I can't even imagine the ripple effect that it's having on just what it means to actually be, be fit and be aligned with your body and be taking care of yourself, have that self-love and compassion that I think is really at the core of health and wellness. So thank you so much for sharing your story and what would be the um, best way for people to stay in touch with you and stay in touch with your journey? Yeah. Um, so if you have Instagram, it's just my name, Leanne Price, no periods, no, no dashes, nothing, just Leanne Price. Um, <clears throat> you can go on my YouTube, Leanne Price. <laughs> my, <laughs> my TikTok is also Leanne Price. Um, and then you can go to my website, which is l3method.com fit. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your story and we'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening guys. Thank you. Thanks for checking out this video. Subscribe and ring the bell if you haven't yet so you can stay up to date for new episodes coming out soon. And remember to witness and acknowledge the miracles and magic in every moment. This is Ray Ireland and I'll see you soon.